Welcome back to the Locked on Diamondbacks podcast. Here, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. You're listening to Miller Thomas, the always wonderful host of this podcast. Just graduated from college about a month ago now. I'm in need of a full-time job, so please go look at my website, millerthomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. Remember, remember, every show is brought to you by BuiltBar.com because... Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKDOWN, and you can get 50% off everything right now. And all the proceeds are going to charity as well. So BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKDOWN for a discount. Now, on today's pod, I want to talk about, you know, who's the best player in the NLS? It's the championship. It's the finale. Mookie Betts versus Cody Bellinger. We're going to determine who's the best player in the NL West once and for all. And then in segment number two today, Bleach Report just came out with this article where it was the best October moment or the most iconic postseason moment for every MLB team. We'll get into what he said was the D-backs most iconic postseason moment. But first, if your company's interested in men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast Locked on Diamondbacks is listened to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, I rate to the most reasonable around. Email me at LockedOnDiamondbacks at gmail.com to find out more. Now let's jump right into it. Who's better between Cody Bellinger and Mookie Betts? The battle for best player in the NLS. So, Mookie Betts, 5'9", 27". Cody Bellinger, six foot four, 24 years old. Jesus, I had no idea Cody Bellinger is that big. Now, who's the better player? Well, Mookie Betts broke into the league at age 21 in 2014 with the Boston Red Sox. Pretty good off the bat in 52 games as a rookie, bat 291, five dingers. So he made some, you know, he showed some flashes, but by his second season, he got some MVP votes, finished 19th in voting, a 291 average, 18 bombs, and 21 stolen bases. But by 2016, he was one of the best players in baseball, finished second in MVP voting in 2016. 2017, finished sixth in MVP voting, 2018, first, and then 2019, finished eighth. In that four year span, it was an all star every season. Won four gold gloves, won three silver sluggers, led the league in run scored twice, led the league in batting average once, and led the league in slugging one time as well. So Mookie Betts during the last four seasons has been phenomenal. Even throughout the totality of his career, he's been a, a consistent, excellent player. Outside of his rookie year, he's been good for at least a 290, a 290 batting average every year outside of 2017. Can mark him down for at least 18 dingers. Uh, every year after his sophomore year, including his sophomore season. And you could also count him for at least 21 stolen bases for every season outside of his rookie and this most previous year in 2019. So basically, Mookie Betts is a 295 hitter. For Well, let me say this. For his career, Mookie Betts is a 301 hitter on a 162-game average. Mookie Betts is a 301 hitter. He's a 26 stolen base guy. He's a 28 home run guy. He's a 197 hit guy. He's a he's a 125 run scored guy. He's a 96 RBI guy. So 
Just think about those numbers. 301 batting average, 374 OBP, 28 bombs, 28 stolen bases, 96 RBIs, 125 runs scored, and 197 hits. That's his 162-game average. Those numbers are just insane. Those are MVP caliber numbers every year. Those are definitely all-star silver slugger numbers. And Mookie Betts the last few years has just been a consistent, dominant player in baseball. Arguably the, the second best player in the AL after Mike Trout. And he's just been consistent and phenomenal for the Red Sox. I mean, we saw him win the MVP in 2018 when he led the league in batting average with 346, led the league in run scored at 129, was a 30-30 guy. So he really did it all in 2018. He Not only did he just win the MVP in 2018, he also won the World Series. So it was just a great year in 2018 all around for Mookie Betts. He's just been a guy that's been consistently great, not just as a hitter, but also as a defensive player. He's been a defensive wizard, as I said, won the last four gold gloves in right field in the AL. So this man can do a lot. He, he's got the pop. He's got the speed. He can hit for average. He can get on base. So he can really do it all. And we compare it to, when we compare Mookie Betts to Cody Bellinger, the last three years are, are remarkably close. I mean, we know Cody Bellinger won the MVP in 2019. I mean, 305 batting average, 47 bombs, 115 ribbies, 15 stolen bases. He had a phenomenal year. Combine his MVP season with his rookie year. Uh, Bellinger is just a phenomenal player. I mean, his 162 game average. His 278 batting average, so lower than Mookie's, 104 ribbies, which is more, 40 home runs, which is more, 14 stolen bases less, 159 hits less, 105 runs scored less. So there are some areas where he, where he does better than Mookie Betts. You know, home runs, he has, he, he has some more power. He's better at bringing home runs, more RBIs for Cody Bellinger. So it really depends what you like in your player. Mookie Betts is more of a versatile kind of guy. And Cody Bellinger is more of a power hitter, but they both can hit for average. And they both do a pretty good job of getting on base. Both of them have a pretty high OBP, but Mookie Betts is a guy whose OBP is uh, consistently higher, I would say. I mean, when he won the MVP, his OBP, when Mookie Betts won the MVP, his on-base percentage was 440. For comparison, Cody Bellinger this past year when he won uh, MVP, his on-base percentage was 406. So just getting on base, Cody Bellinger, uh, is lesser to Mookie Betts in that area. Mookie Betts is better on getting on base and a better hitter. He's a more pure hitter. Pure hitter. He's more of a contact hitter. He's got the pop. Cody Bellinger's more uh, stronger in that area. Cody Bellinger's got more pop than a Mookie Betts does. But I think I like Mookie Betts' versatility a little bit more because he's got the speed factor. Not to say that Cody Bellinger's slow because he can steal you 15 bags in a season two, which I think is pretty good for him. But if we look at the last three years cumulatively, Mookie Betts, batting average is 299 compared to 278 for Bellinger. Bellinger has 111 home runs, uh, just 85 for Mookie. Uh, even more RBIs, too. 288 to 262, but stolen bases. 72 to 39, Mookie to Bellinger. Hits 522 to 443, Mookie to Bellinger. Uh, run scored 
365 to 292, Mookie to Bellinger. OBP, 389 to 368, Mookie to Bellinger. So almost every category, Mookie's better than Cody Bellinger statistically. If you look at war, which I know people love, Mookie Betts blows Bellinger out the water, 23.9 to 17.3. And when I just think about, you know, embodying the team and the spirit of the team, I think Mookie Betts did that a little bit more than Cody Bellinger. Not to say Cody Bellinger is not a fun player to watch, electrifying player to electrifier. I'm struggling to say that word. Electrifying player to watch. I think Mookie Betts just a little bit more... A little bit more pizzazz, a little bit more swagger to him, a little bit more ferocity. You know, when I watched Mookie Betts, I thought the team rallied around him a little bit more. I saw him more as that leader for the team, not necessarily vocally, but just the way he plays. When I watch a Mookie Betts play versus a Cody Bellinger, I, I feel a greater spirit within me. I feel a greater joy. Mookie Betts, I think, brings more passion out when he plays. I think that spreads more to his teammates and his team, I think. The fans like a Mookie Betts a little bit more. I think he just, like I said, just has more fire, is more of a fun player to watch for both the fans. And just, a, I think, a better guy to play with than a Cody Bellinger. Not because he's, I think he is a better player than Cody Bellinger, but that's not why I think he's a better player to play with. I don't think it's, I think it's more personality based. Cody Bellinger, I don't know him personally. He looks like he has a pretty good personality, but Mookie Betts, when you watch him, it just his personality is infectious. The way everyone, he he just has a magnetism to him, where it just seems like everyone is drawing toward him that I don't think Cody Bellinger has. And then when you just look at the raw stats, combining that with the personality and leadership, I think it's no debate that Mookie Betts is the best player in the NL West. Now coming up, I'll get into the most iconic moment in postseason history for the D-backs. But first, let me tell you guys about Built Bar. Built Bar, they're not candy bars. They're actually protein bars that come in 16 amazing flavors. Eight with chocolate and nuts and eight with chocolate but nut-free flavors in case you have any peanut allergies. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate and they're both soft and easy to chew. Built Bars are great for a health-conscious guy like me because they help me lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. The bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. Just go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKDOWN and you'll get $10 off your first order. Promo code LOCKDOWN for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto park customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now 
and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com All right, all right, all right. Let's get back into it and discuss the greatest, most iconic moment for every MLB team and specifically the Diamondbacks because this is a Bleacher Report article by Jacob Schaefer where he did the most iconic moment for every team. And, of course, he had to do the Diamondbacks. And this is what he had to say was the most iconic moment in Diamondbacks history. And I know you guys know this one because it's going to involve a fan favorite for you guys. It was Luis Gonzalez's walk-off hit in the 2001 World Series. Now, there's no doubt about it. This has to be the most iconic moment in D-backs postseason history. I'm actually looking at the play right now. Should I do a little play-by-play for you guys? I won't do all that, but this is Game 7, 2001 World Series. you got the Arizona Diamondbacks versus the New York Yankees, and if, you had, if I had to give a quick backstory to, you know, just this overall World Series, let's remember, this is 2001. So, obviously, we had a great tragedy in 2001, 9-11. And so, during this World Series, to see the Yankees in it, you just had the whole world rooting for the Yankees. And they should have been. They were, you know, the epicenter of a tragedy that affected all Americans. And they were the ones hit hardest by it. So you had pretty much the whole world rooting for the Yankees. They weren't anti-D-backs. They just really wanted to see the Yankees win because everything that the city of New York went through. And Luis Gonzalez said, nah, nah, nah. We're, I'm not here for the sympathy. I'm not here for the tears because there's no crying in baseball. That's what Luis Gonzalez said. So he stepped up to the plate. Bottom of the ninth. The score was tied 2-2. You know who's on the mound against Luis Gonzalez? Not arguably, the greatest closer of all time in Mariano Rivera. All-time saves leader, not even close, arguably the nastiest pitch ever with the cut fastball. He's on there on the mound. He's breathing down the neck, staring down Luis Gonzalez. Gonzalez knows the moment that he's seven of the World Series, tied 2-2. If you get a hit here, you're going. You're winning it all. This is do or die for you. There's, there's nothing left. This is your backs against the wall. Are you really about it? You're a new team. You're an expansion franchise. You haven't been here that long. No one's expecting you to do anything. We don't even know how you made it here. Game 7 of the 2001 World Series. You're going against the greatest franchise of any sport ever. You're going against a, a franchise that's been in the World Series multiple times in the last 10 years. Won it multiple times. You know, the evil empire. They've been around for a long time. You've only been there for a few short seasons. You're about to do something no one's ever done. There's never been an expansion team that's won a World Series in the first five years. Are the D-backs? Can the D-backs be the first? Those were things that, that Gonzalez had to deal with when he was up at the plate. You know what he did? With the infield drawn in, bases loaded, facing Mariano Rivera, Gonzalez just blooped a ball over the infield and played it the game-winning run. It capped off an incredible postseason by Luis Gonzalez and, you know, got the MVP awards 
in a in a unique fashion. It wasn't Luis Gonzalez who won, you know, World Series MVP for that performance and what else he's done in the World Series. It was actually co-MVPs to the two starters on the D-back staff and Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson. They were the co-aces of the staff, so it was only right that they won co-MVPs. They were both dominant. They were both the two best pitchers in all of baseball that season. And they were the, they were the reason that they got there. And I think this World Series just embodies everything from the D-backs that season. They were truly led by a trio of superstars. Their two starting pitchers, Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling, and then Luis Gonzalez. When you look at that starting uh, lineup, they, their lineup is not that good. They don't really have many power hitters. They don't have a lot of speed. It's pretty much Gonzalez in the middle of that order, swatting nearly 60 long balls. And then you got, you know, the two most dominant starting pitchers in all of baseball shutting down lineups to start the games. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to get a hit off Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling. I mean, Randy Johnson's arguably the greatest pitcher of all time. He has a real argument to say he's the go to pitchers. And Kurt Schilling has an argument to, you know, one of the greatest pitchers of the last 30 years. You know, you, you could put him in that argument, uh, a top 10 pitcher of the last 30 years. That's how good Kurt Schilling was in his heyday, in his prime. So, both of those guys are two studs with a Luis Gonzalez. That trio was just phenomenal. And just that walk-off hit just capped off a remarkable postseason and regular season by the team. It was a phenomenal year that Luis Gonzalez, what he did as a hitter with 57 bombs, you know, he had a phenomenal year. Randy Johnson, Kurt Schilling both had phenomenal years. It was the quickest a team, uh, expansion team ever won the World Series. So just so many things that worked well for the D-backs during this season. It's definitely the highlight of the franchise. The moment the hit was the highlight of the franchise and the whole season was the highlight of the franchise. And to do it against the evil empire, Nothing could bring uh, smiles to D-backs fans' uh, faces more than <laughs> doing against a team like the Yankees, who everyone hates. That's it for this edition of the Lockdown Diamondbacks podcast. Go tell your Alexa device to play the newest edition of the Lockdown MLB podcast so you guys stay up to date with news and updates. I hope everyone goes to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKDOWN to get $10 off your order, or I think they're doing 50% off everything right now as well with those proceeds going to charity so go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on thank to everyone who tuned into this edition of the locked on diamondbacks podcast hope everyone is staying safe and staying healthy peace